Because of who you are, I give glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who 
As usual, I have broken my promise of making two episodes a week of my show, The Story of My Life. Here is your leader, Sarah Adewalu, in this wonderful Sunday afternoon on such a pleasant, or not so pleasant day. I just gotta say, I really love that we're getting nice warm weather. The main reason I dislike winter is because of the cold thus making it my least favorite season. Sorry to all you winter fans out there, but that's just me. (laughs) My favorite season is quite the opposite, actually. Summer. And you can only guess why that is. That's right, it's the month of my birthday. We August babies gotta stick together. (laughs) So yeah, anyway, for this episode, there has been a slight change in plans about my topic. I know that I said in the previous episode I was going to talk about my overall experience working at the YMCA and the YWCA. I talked about my coworkers at the YWCA, which included the two assistant camp directors. That was a great experience for me, but unfortunately, I had such a very weird week this week. This past week, I mean, and by weird, I meant busy with stuff, spending some quality time with family and such, and yeah. Limited time for me to get a script together for my podcast and to make at least two episodes per week. But not to worry, those aren't the best excuses, they're just facts. So for this episode, I know I said I was going to save it for another time in the future, but I guess for now, I'll just have to have have something included to be part of an episode. I've said before that I'll do episodes where I talk about my high school experiences at Community High School, CHS. Yes, the good old days for me personally. This episode is sort of an exception to that. I promise that after this episode, I'll continue to focus more on the YWCA-related episodes, which would talk about, which would include me talking about my overall experiences working there and comparing it to my experience working at the YMCA in the summer of 2021. So yeah, I know it's a a little bit out of order and a bit too early to talk about it right now, but I would really like it to use this episode as a chance to re-record my bullying episode that I've done so previously a long time ago. Yeah, I just want to re-record the episode because I mentioned that there was some bit of technical difficulties in the background as I was recording. So I'll do that episode again and add a new twist to it. I promise you that this will be the only high school related episode I'm doing so far in this order. When the time comes in the future, I'll get some more episodes where I talk about the extracurricular activities I was involved with. Uh, My friends, my teachers, classes, etc. Oh, and also how most of the boys would try to make me laugh. Yeah, I'll get to all that when the time comes. So yeah, in a nutshell, I am taking a slight break from talking about my experiences at the YWCA and the YMCA. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm probably boring y'all to death about it, um, but not to worry. This show is going to be about other things. I just have yet to get there, so please just bear with me, and I truly do appreciate your patience. I am going to do a re-recording of the bullying episode, where I talk about my experiences with that jerk, Kamal. You know, the guy who was an asshole to me. So, here it is right now. So, as you obviously know, I went to a private school in Teaneck, known as Community High School. It's a pretty small school district, which is 
located across a local middle school known as the Community Lower School. CHS, which we like to call it for short, is pretty much a school for mostly special needs students, you know, with learning disabilities and other stuff like that. But I would say that maybe about 85% of the students have some sort of learning disability, not including myself. I don't really have a disability of any kind, um, but my parents just decided to enroll me there anyway um, because it was closer to home and it was pretty cheap. Um, so it wasn't really cost that much. And they also really liked that the academic level there was somewhat challenging in terms of accommodating students with special needs and learning deficiencies. Um, like most of the subjects we learned were pretty basic stuff, you know, general stuff. So they were obviously weren't too easy, um, but at the same time, they weren't that difficult either. If you guys know what I mean. Um, I'm assuming you know what I mean. I'll try my best to explain that some other time. Um, <clears throat> sorry. As for the transportation, bus rides were provided for us. CHS was a pretty small school district, so it mostly consisted of those of us who came from the New York or slash New Jersey area. Um, not necessarily students who were, like, way out of state, like, from Pennsylvania or Delaware or Connecticut or something. Um, it was mostly people who were residents of New Jersey or New York. Um, so, yeah, some of my friends were from New York, um, which is partially the reason why we could never really hang out as much as I wanted um, because I live in New Jersey obviously as you guys already know and the distance would be kind of far um, but we were provided with transportation from the school buses um, depending on the specific um, town areas that we lived in so for me, since I live in Little Ferry, um, I would get a bus ride with a few other students, at least three or four who also lived with me in Little Ferry. In all four years, we always got bus rides. I don't think students were allowed to have their own cars or drive to school or something. Um, we were always picked up by transportation. Um, with the exception being that if you were staying afterward for um, an extracurricular activity or event or someone had to leave home early or wasn't feeling well or something, yeah, I think those would be the exceptions to have a parent be picked up, I mean, pick you up. Um, but other than that, it was always bus rides picking you up to and fro. Um, yeah, we did have to take driver's ed class uh, for those of us students who came from New Jersey, which I believe was more than half the school population. Yeah, including myself, obviously. <laughs> um, I, if I recall correctly, I took it, you know, the class when I was in my junior year. Yeah, so it's been so long ago, so I do apologize if I get that mixed up. Um, but I did pass eventually with a 98 out of 100. <laughs> so that's a good thing in my book. And yeah, I've made, have yet to make an attempt to actually learn to start learning how to drive. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's another topic for another episode. I don't want to ramble, um, yeah, but I think it's pretty important that, you know, that school bus rides were our only uh, means of transportation to school as well as 
from school um, unless you were staying afterwards for an extracurricular activity or something of that nature yeah and this was also even for all the kids from New York that you would have the trans bus transport you back to your s- specific town in New York um, some of my friends New Yorker friends um, one of them which includes EB yeah those are her initials um, she's from Manhattan and it's pretty much all I can say about her for about for now and um, in regards to the class sizes at CHS um, they were fairly small in size like about 10 to 12 students each and I guess it's sometimes dependent on the physical size of the classrooms like you know our drama classroom you know by our drama teacher like her classroom was physically like uh, made to like accommodate only four or five students and because our classroom consisted of the stage where we students would go up to like act scenes you know for like acting and such so I think for her classroom size based on it that she could only do up to five students um yeah I'm gonna explain more about the classroom sizes in another episode of this show but that's just one example that I'm giving and I'm speaking of our the drama teacher and we always had pretty good relationships with our teachers the teaching assistants um, the staff um, principal etc etc and um, in fact we were on a first name basis with some of them and that's just how close we were and um, during lunchtime we would have some teachers and some staff members including the TAs you know supervising the cafeteria and you know supervising us in the cafeteria and even in the gym room where most of us would hang out during lunch hours to play basketball work out on the treadmills etc etc so yeah it wasn't just like a normal casual lunchtime period and it's also a time even for the teachers as well to like let loose and sort of interact with us students you know just sort of make conversation with us like you know how's your weekend um you know and the teachers would also tell us how their own weekend went so it was also a time for them to let loose like it wasn't them just being serious business all the time like yeah um and that went for the principal himself as well like not just always cooped up in his own office like he too came out um you know he too had sort of super chaperone the cafeteria and the gym a little bit you know and he too isn't all that serious business or anything like he's a pretty he was a pretty chill laid back dude so yeah i'm gonna get to more of these in future episodes i promise and um speaking of the gym room um yeah that's also where we would have our play performances you know organized by the drama teacher like she was the one like who coordinated the school plays um i'll get to that in future episodes um the gym was also where we had talent shows um i think organized by the music teacher and and the graduation ceremony and including the rehearsals you know organized by you know the teaching staff there and the you know the office staff yeah um i'll definitely get to do some more in the future episodes and um so since chs was a small private school um our graduation ceremonies were always held indoors in the gym room um all the custodians and the staff and such you know the maintenance staff they would be in charge of like physically setting up setting setting it up to look like a rehearsal ceremony like with all the chairs and such (coughs) oh my god i'm sorry 
yeah and also for like play performances talent shows and such um that's how they would set the gym up like laying out all the chairs row by row and yeah i do promise i'll get some more stuff like this in the future episodes um but yeah i want to dive into the topic right now you know just talking more about kamal um yeah i am re-recording this like this is being re-recorded right now obviously with anchor um so yeah um i had my first dealings with kamal um during my freshman year um sometime between the time period of september of 2011 to june of 2012 um the first time that this happened with him and me um it was an algebra algebra class um back in the days when i was actually pretty decent at math and not so suckish at it um but it was a pretty small class about 10 of us only i don't remember so well exactly how many of us there were so i do apologize if that seems wrong so guys just bear with me um (laughs) trying my best to relive the story um but anyway the class was getting ready to start in a few minutes um it didn't actually start yet um because you know obviously our teacher liked to give us time more no more than enough time for whoever was showing up late to you know but yeah in the meantime um while the teacher was getting herself together just like we ourselves were getting we students were getting ourselves together as well um so there was this guy who was sitting behind me you know talking to some other guys about something um yeah that's kamal um he was talking to some other guys in the room about something um and um yeah and in the classroom there's at least three other girls besides me i believe from the top of my head i did not remember um but kamal he was talking to these guys and i don't remember honestly what they were saying um but about him though he's black obviously just like me um he's a real piece of work and he kind of has a smart mouth but it's just who he is (laughs) like i feel a bit weird right now just bringing him up again but i'm dedicating to re dedicated to re-recording this episode for lack of technical issues this time hopefully um but i highly doubt that he's listening to this at all or if he even remembers me anymore um but i'll just assume that he does remember me and that he's listening to this um you know if he is i'll just let him know that i've since buried the hatchet a long time ago and to be honest i really don't even think about him so much anymore as like ancient history but yeah i just want to re-record this episode just to uh um you know the technical issues i guess if that's the right way to say it but yeah on to the story so he was talking to some of the other guys about something um I honestly do not remember anymore what it was but yeah at the same time I was sort of but not really though eavesdropping yeah because I was sitting like in front of them like yeah he just happened to be sitting behind me and me in front of him so you know I was kind of doing my own thing as well like putting myself together like with my notebook out kind of patiently waiting for the teacher and and such to be ready so i wasn't really like interacting with anybody at all so yes yeah but anyway i could have sworn that i heard him say something funny to like one of the guys or one of them said something funny to him i don't know (laughs) because you know obviously i love to laugh um you guys who know me out there personally or not i just love to laugh a lot like 
you seriously you just find anything hilarious you know it doesn't need to have a reason for it to be hilarious to me like i just want to like laugh for no reason and yeah that's just who i am personality wise like i always just want to light up the moon and spread my positivity around yeah but then kamal starts getting a little bit ticked off with me um you know i think he sort of cut his conversation short and he turns to me and he's like girl shut up you're ugly and annoying and you laugh too much you know something like that he said like i don't remember exactly how he worded it but it was something to that effect obviously um he did call me ugly and annoying so yeah um but i don't think our teacher heard him though um because she was probably like talking on the phone and what i mean is that every classroom had a telephone in it so that teachers could use it to get in touch with each other you know for like important announcements like if someone in the classroom was being unexceptionally loud like be in a few cases because of my laughing like if no matter what class that i was in if anyone in the other classrooms could hear me because of the thin walls in each classroom then the teacher of the other classroom could call the teacher on the phone the teacher whom i currently have um you know on the phone to tell them to tell the students to keep it down a little bit and then yeah yeah i'm gonna explain that some more in another episode so yeah but anyway yeah she had been speaking with a teacher on another teacher on the phone about something not necessarily about us students or anything i guess just a general conversation about something but um she wasn't like physically present in the classroom like the telephone cord was sort of long and attached that she was able to have the conversation like a little bit outside of the classroom like right by the door or something so the door was a ajar so she was standing out behind the standing behind the door out in the hallway so she wasn't like physically present in the classroom so that meant that i'm pretty grateful that she didn't hear that you know kamal calling me ugly or names so yeah um Another guy and another girl told Kamal that it was a pretty mean thing for him to say to me. Um, but he didn't seem like he really cared at all. And this girl who told him that, um, she's actually one of my closest friends within my social circle. And I'll just refer to her by her initials AL. Um, she too is a New Yorker like my other friend in the group EB. Um, they're both from Manhattan. They just live only about a few blocks away from each other. Um, but yeah. Anyway, as for Kamal, he showed no remorse at all. And um, the worst part was, I could have sworn that he was laughing when he told me that I was ugly. Yeah, he was. He really was. Yeah, so... As a 14-year-old girl at the time, I say that it really affected me a lot. Like, he just didn't like me at all um, because I'm a naturally optimistic person. Always smiling and happy and laughing. And he was just an overall jerk. So, um, we just didn't get along very well. Like, I never really did get along with him at all. So, yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. And I always thought it was just weird that a guy can just call a girl ugly. um, Because back then, I never really thought that guys would pick on girls like that. Yeah, I just didn't know that. Like, I was naive to things like that happening. But um, I really didn't have the courage to stand up to him or, you know, like standing up for myself. Like, I just didn't know how to deal with it. It was just like, oh, okay, he called me ugly. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. And um, he, Kamal, he was 
also with me in two other classes. Um, if memory serves, I'll try to remember the classics classes better, like you know, physics class and PE class. So yeah, another moment of hell for me dealing with them again in physics class. Um, but you know, as for the gym class, it didn't really matter to me anyway um, because our gym class was pretty large and always included students from every single grade, not just within my particular grade only. Um, so yeah, I always had to like pretend I didn't even know him when we were there um, because obviously we did have locker rooms and of course when I was in the locker rooms uh, room, I only cared more about being with the other girls than you know worrying about him like I never gave a rat's ass about him when I was in gym class um, because I always figured that during PE class that at least he would have been the least of my worries because we're basically around other people because you know gym class is a pretty interactive class you know when you play gym activities and such well except for if he was placed specifically on my team for any game that we were playing which I doubt that was the case or at least I don't remember anymore but anyway did not have to like deal with the likes of him like physically interact with him during that so that was always just a huge major relief to me um, it was worse, though, when we were in the science class, physics, I believe it was. Um, no, I think it was just general science, um, because our teacher just taught, like, other stuff, like, within it, like, bio, physics, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'll give you guys an example of when he was a jerk to me, like, even when we were in that class, um, so, yeah, in that class, um, our teacher was showing us a video where we had to learn about different kinds of animals and the environment or something. Um, I don't remember what animal was shown in the video, like a deer or a moose or something. I don't remember. But um, he pointed to the animal in the video and he goes, um, hey, that looks just like Sarah. Like, he's saying that the animal in the video looks just like me. Like, some of the other students shushed him, you know, because, I mean, he wasn't that loud when he said it. Um, just told him, shush, to, like, you know, sort of be quiet and pay attention to the video. And a few other kids even told him that it wasn't very nice. And I think that also included my friend A.L. She's the one who told him that wasn't a very nice thing for him to say. And again, he didn't give a fuck that he hurt my feelings. <clears throat> um, I know for sure that our teacher had stepped out of the room for a few minutes to use the restroom. Um, the ladies' restroom as well as the men's restroom was literally right, right, were literally right across from our classroom. Um, so this teacher couldn't have been physically physically present in the room to hear him make that remark. Um, but I still didn't tell her about it when she came back though, um, because I still didn't have the courage to like stand up to him. But yeah, that did hurt my feelings that other day, just like when he um, called me ugly in the math class. Um, I, these were two separate events. Um, I don't remember anymore if they took, both took place during the same day. All I know for sure is that they both take pl took place during the same week. Not exactly during like the exact same day. Um, yeah, but yeah, I did eventually tell my family about the issues with this guy you know just like he's being a jerk so for no reason and my mom was really like upset and so was my dad and I think my dad said he would get involved um, because that's just the type of person he is to be more involved with sort of school related like activities or incidents or issues regarding myself or my siblings um so yeah um I think there was one time he had to like 
physically coming to the school with me so that we could head to the principal's office to report it. And yeah, our principal, yeah, he was pretty good at handling the situation. Like, he sort of helped me to inform my teachers in the classes where it happened. You know, like the my science teacher and my math teacher. And yeah, I'm pretty sure they had words with Kamal about it privately, you know, about the bullying thing. And yeah, I think they made him have to like apologize to me or something. And yeah, he did apologize to me. And I just had to like say, yeah, it's okay and such. But yeah, I wanted to like use that experience to like learn to um, stand up for myself. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the only condition was that he just needed to, like, stay away from me. Like, he didn't have to, like, say anything to me or whatever. But, yeah, um, he he, not, he and I never, like, sat physically together together in any of those classes. Um, in gym class, it wasn't really an issue, obviously, because we're always out and about with other people anyway. But just in those classes of lecture-style classes like math or um science yeah those were where he was using that time to like be a jerk to me the most so yeah um he still kind of did it a little bit more just once in a while like snide remarks my way not necessarily like remarks about my appearance anymore thankfully just like mean general stuff i do not remember anymore and i choose not to remember but it did give me the opportunity to like learn to stand up to him yeah because after i talked to my family about it um my mom was the one that made me realize that kamal was the one who was actually the problem like not me like he just had a certain way about treating other people like unfortunately i am fortunately not the only person that he was like that too um but like I wasn't gonna like let him get away with putting me down again so it's just you know whenever he was a jerk to me like I know that at one point I like told him to his face like knock it off like you know what do you get out of being such a jerk kind of thing you know but yeah that really helped just to say that to him and um, I think my mom was the one who, like, suggested the possibility of him having a crush on me. And I actually never really thought of it that way. I always thought that, in fact, it was the complete opposite. And it was just the opposite. Like, it's I know it's pretty obvious that he was not attracted to me. And, you know, obviously the feeling was mutual. Um I would obviously never go for a guy like him anyway, like, even though he's black. Um, but, you know, at the moment, I really hope he's doing really well with himself. And I forgot his last name now. Um, but, yeah. So that I could at least look at him up and try to see how he's doing these days and what he's been up to. And um, I'm really not the type of person to wish for harm upon anybody else because, you know, obviously I am Christian and yeah, I really just wish for nothing but the best for him right now, like whatever it is that he's up to, like where he lives and such. And I do trust that 100% that he has changed for the better. Um, it's just that back then at that time he was just an asshole to me because of my laughing habit like apparently there was something about it that just annoyed the living daylights out of him like he felt the need to be such a huge dick to me about it um so apparently I was not the only person he was a jerk to and thankfully I'm for that um was also a jerk to this other guy in my math class who was also with me in my science class as well um so this guy was hispanic well this guy was actually a canadian a native canadian um but of hispanic descent 
I, I believe um, he mentioned that at some point. Um, he had curly hair and he wore glasses. And um, his initials are AK. Um, so AK is one of the guys whom my friend EB had once dated and would announce a million times over and over again that he's her boyfriend. Like, oh, my boyfriend this, oh, my boyfriend that. Like, girl, you already know who your boyfriend is. Just say his name. Like, <laughs> yeah. EB, the girl with the million boyfriends here and there. But yeah, anyway, Kamal was also a jerk to this guy, AK, as well. You know, just sort of just being all up in his face for literally no reason at all. Like, and AK, um, as nice of a guy that he really is, and, you know, just amazing. And he is definitely one of the boys who would make me laugh sometimes as well. Um, um, he did have anger issues. Like, he would just, like, explode immediately whenever Kamal would try to, like, act like a jerk to him or, you know, just sort of try to, like, start something with him, you know, just sort of, like, to agitate him and to get him into trouble or something. <laughs> but, yeah, that's obviously going to be another story for a different time. Um, but Kamal was a dick to me only because of my laughing habit. And in fact, he was the only person, he's the only person who has ever been directly rude to my face about it. Like, other people at school, including the teachers, when they became a bit annoyed by my laughing habit, they would at least tell me politely to stop laughing like can you please stop laughing like some of the other students would say and the teachers would also make it clear like when we're lecturing please no talking no laughing no nothing and yeah yeah I appreciated the manners and I would obey them immediately by stopping to laugh you know especially if I could tell if someone was a bit annoyed by it um but Kamal was the only person who was just like straight up rude to my face about it, um, which I totally disliked and I dislike it right now thinking about it. <clears throat> like he's the only person who's ever been rude about it to me so far. Like, you know, even most of the other guys in the other grades would make me laugh. They were not rude at all. They were just, you know, just trying to make me laugh as always. Um, so yeah, even back at my middle school, in Memorial Middle School, most of the other kids and even the teachers would politely tell me to stop laughing. Um, the important thing to note is that they would be polite about it, of course. Well, I mean, I guess the exception would be for a few of the other boys in my grade um, who would be a tad rude about it. Um, and one example is guy one's brother, guy two. Um, he was the one who at some point was a bit mean about it to my face. Like, he didn't even say, like, please stop laughing. He was just like, stop laughing. Like, <clears throat> sorry. And he sort of said it in a rude way. I think another girl like came to my defense by telling him, hey, you don't have to be rude to her about it and I think he said something along the lines of I'm not being mean I'm just saying you know like stop laughing something like that like I'll get to that some more in another episode if I could remember more clearly but that yeah that was guy two I'm talking about not guy one himself but guy two yeah but yeah the point is when Kamal called me ugly, um, he sort of revealed himself to be the biggest jerk in the world. Um, because I'm not really sure, and even back then, I was never really sure what my physical appearance had to do with my laughing habit. Um, he was the ugly one, personality-wise. Like, I have no intention of changing anything about myself for anybody. And that also includes my laughing habit. 
And, you know, my friend E.B. has got some nerve to tell me that, oh, if I want a guy to like me, then maybe not to laugh so much. Like, girl, shut up. Like, if you were my friend, you wouldn't tell me to change anything about myself. So, yeah. You know, just to get a guy to like me. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. This is coming from a girl who's had a million boyfriends left, right, and center and feels the need to announce them announce it 24 7 oh this is my boyfriend this is my bf and such like that like yeah right (laughs) yeah but anyway that overall (coughs) sorry about that yeah that overall experience with kamal has taught me the importance of being able to stand up for myself um but despite all that i did manage to make them most out of my the rest of my high school years which i still gotta say went by super fast i was also a very good student for the most part always very smart and studious and hitting the books immediately after coming home there was a time where my dad used to help me go over my homework assignments like he would do it a lot when i was in middle school and he would do it a little bit during my times at chs but gone are those days now um i know that at high school he definitely trusted me to be on top of my assignments and so he felt like there wasn't necessarily any need for him to like help me go over like anything like there was a time though when i took spanish for two times in a year and then he usually asked me what you what assignments do you have for homework and when i would say that spanish was one of them who would be like oh i do not know spanish you're on your own kind of thing you know in regards to like going over your own work he was like then i was like oh okay you're not gonna help me go over it then okay i guess like but yeah but yeah, I was doing my homework immediately and gone are those days now. Um, I did learn to stay fully focused on my assignments whenever I would get home. And yeah, I was made straight A's and a 4.0 GPA. And I eventually made a honor roll list at least four times in a row. Like on all years, you know, freshman year to senior year. So a huge congrats to me then. I was a proud part of the class CHS class of 2015 and I'm really glad that I've accomplished a lot like yeah of course I did join many extracurricular activities a few examples which I'll give um you know the Spanish club the dance club the school plays yeah yeah I was very involved with extracurricular activities with my friends so yeah i did have a life and i'll definitely get to that some more in another in other future episodes in regards to chs so yeah um let me just give myself a quick water break right now Yeah, I'm back. So yeah, that's why I'm doing this episode right now. And yeah, that's what I'm telling you about it right now. And I do promise I'll talk more about my involvement and all these extracurriculars when the time comes. But now it is time for me to revert to my YMCA and YWCA related episodes, which I promise I'll do a few more episodes about before getting into the more important slash serious ones. I also promise to have another episode available again this week and 
that will most likely be about my experiences at the YMCA this time, some summers back. Um, so first I'll try my best to talk about my co-workers there as best as I can remember. And um, I guess if there's enough time after that, um, I'll then talk a little bit about my overall experience working there. You know, just sort of wrap up what we did there so far and, you know, just talk about my pros and cons working there. Um... And I might do the same when I do the YWCA episode on its own. Like, I might make a few comparisons to my experiences at the YWCA. Um, but yeah, but for that episode, I want my main focus to be more on the YMCA. Um, because when I did the YMCA episode um, almost two years ago... Um, I only talked about the general camp activities. I don't think I ever once talked about each of my co-workers or my overall experience working there or the takeaway when I worked there. So, yeah, I'll try to do it with that episode. And then once I do it with the YMCA, then I'll do again with the YWCA. So now I'll just wrap this episode up by saying thank you all for tuning in um if you have any questions comments or you know just anything in general that you want to address with my show um you know just as long as it is constructive feedback um yeah please don't be afraid to hit me up on facebook instagram twitter and a million other places on social media um i am very active on instagram and i have two accounts my personal which is summer girl of 97 that's s-u-m-m-e-r G-I-R-L-O-F-9-7 Summer Girl of 97 And my professional Which is Sarah underscore journalist My name's Sarah Spelt with an H Underscore And the word journalist Um, In the meantime I wish y'all an amazing week and enjoy the nice, pleasant spring-like weather that we've been having so much of lately.